This is Jewish Board Talk with Sharif Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. Writing in last week's edition of the Jewish Report, King David Victory Park English teacher Ronel Kletzkin used the controversy around the banning of the graphic Holocaust novel Mouse as a learning opportunity. She asked her grade 10s who had had the book as their English reader the previous year to write about their thoughts on whether or not the book should be banned. I'm delighted to have Mrs. Klaskin as my guest to talk about it. Mrs. Klaskin, welcome and thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me here. I think it's an inspired idea that you use the controversy as an opportunity to talk to your students. What were you expecting? Being a teacher, you're never quite sure what to expect. Sometimes the lessons that you give are met with sort of blank stares, and sometimes the lessons that you give are met with a lot of enthusiasm. So it totally depends. I was hoping to create a conversation about mouse and the idea of banning books, banning knowledge. The board in Tennessee had banned mouse for their learners. As an English department, I think we all kind of thought that was a bit ridiculous. And I wanted to see what my learners would think because there are some very graphic episodes in mouse and there are some very difficult moments, but we use them as or we at least try to use them as teaching moments, teaching opportunities. But sometimes it can be very upsetting. So I did want to see what the kids would make of it. And and would they agree that perhaps it was too graphic? It was too much? Did they think they were too young? Did they think that it's a good idea to teach mouse? It's a very unusual book. It's a graphic novel. It's about the Holocaust. And Jews are compared to mice. The Nazis are compared to cats. Um, and at the same time, the author weaves his own personal story. It's a recollection of his father's experience in the Holocaust, but it's more than that. He speaks about his dad and the impact of the Holocaust on his dad's sort of parenting. So we get, it's like multi-layer. And it's quite a big, rich novel to deal with in grade nine. Let's just bring that in first. While, we, while we're on the topic, do you have to include... Holocaust literature in the syllabus, or was that your choice? We don't, but we do think as a Jewish school that it's important to do so. I think the IB, basically, we've got like free reign of what we can choose, but we do look specifically for texts that will have like a richness, a talking point, and then we'd like to bring in Jewish texts as well. We don't limit it to that. We've got South African texts as well and American you know, international. But being a Jewish school, I think it's important to have some kind of Jewish text, whether that be Holocaust or not. Masters works particularly well, especially because it is a graphic novel. So it's it's very different from the books that the children are used to. Cartoons, and there's just, there's a lot of metaphorical and richness to discuss. I agree with you. I mean, read Mouse only post the controversy and actually in preparation for this interview. And I do agree that there's a huge amount to talk about because being the second generation, being a you know a child of a Holocaust survivor is in itself so incredibly fraught. And the different issues that the author Art Spiegelman was dealing with is so clear, which makes it, you know, it adds yet another dimension to a very, very dark period. And I don't think Klatskin, that there is a Holocaust book that you come read and you come out thinking, wow, you know, that was that was fantastic. They're all very, very, very sad, dark, horrible stories because that's what it represents. So let's see what your your learners felt about it. What were the responses? It was a mixed mixed opinion, and I sent those three letters that I sent in kind of represented the different opinions that arose. We had students who thought that it should be taught, that it's very, very valuable. They took issue with the board's 
decision or the board's belief that it idealizes suicide and and that there's there's nudity and all these kinds of things that we should kind of try and protect the teenagers from. Many of the teenagers express that they have been exposed to this type of thing already and that they are living in the real world where suicide is an issue that needs to be talking about, spoken about. They so 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 I think one of the students actually used the word sugarcoating. They were saying that it like the, these issues shouldn't be sugarcoated. And then also in terms of the Holocaust that we need to teach the Holocaust. Um other students felt that perhaps we taught it at an age at which they're too young, frightening for them. And I'm sure, Sharice, you've seen some of the drawings are quite frightening. And we do try and teach it in a way that sort of holds the kids' hands, you know, and, and we discuss ideas of depression and suicide and, and et cetera. And I always do a disclaimer like in the beginning when I start teaching that if, if it gets too much People are allowed to leave my class and take a breather and, you know, and I also recommend that they also read something very light, like Anne of Green Gables at the same time that they're reading now, just to take their minds off things, because it is a serious text. But we do think they are mature enough to handle it. And the the overwhelming response from the class seemed to be that that is the case, but there was also an indication that perhaps we're teaching it at too young an age, which is really interesting. It's good to get feedback from the students and, and take that into account when we do our plan. You know, it's, it's such an interesting question, and it's it's more about pedagogics, I guess, in a way, because I remember, and I, I, this is a conversation I repeat so often because it struck me. I was talking to Don Krauss, Holocaust survivor yes. Don Krauss, and it was quite a while back, and I said, you know, Don, I was a little girl when my granny put me on her lap and opened up a, a photo, you know, album and taught me about the Holocaust. And he yeah. said to me, I was probably like nine, ten, and he was like, Sharice, I was nine, ten when, when I was going into my first concentration camp. And I remember being so struck by what he said, and I think about yeah. it often. I think, how do you teach something as traumatic, yeah. as personal? Actually, it's a very personal thing the Holocaust produced. What age is there even ever? right age and how do you go about doing it and you know what those letters showed is everybody was different everybody responded differently and even the one that felt that um it it wasn't that they didn't want to learn about it but they felt they were too young I, i thought that was quite an interesting observation because how how does one deal with it do you wait till what before you teach holocaust literature from what i understand in the primary school they start introducing it um certain novels that are like age appropriate. But I don't really know how you can decide when it's good enough. I mean, or when the children are old enough, I should say rather. Perhaps in an or during an I don't know, <laughs> at an older age, um, we also have to take different syllabus constraints into account. I mean, if we could put it into grade 11, perhaps that would be wonderful, but we've also got a lot on in the grade 11 year. And perhaps by that stage, it might be a little bit too late. Like we need, actually the kids, the kids need to know about it. It helps them mature in a way, almost, um, and realize that this is a part of our history. This is something that we need to, we need to discuss. We try and do it in a very mature way um, that gives them a lot of opportunity to discuss and have opinions and hopefully that they learn something from it. Yeah, and I think I saw an interview with Art Spiegelman after after it had been banned, and, and people saying it was banned because it was anti-Semitic that it was banned. It wasn't anti-Semitic. That wasn't the reason that, uh, you know, uh, what Art said, and it's in a way what Don was trying to say to me as well, it wasn't sugar-coated enough, and I think you used the word sugar-coated yes. enough. 
Mm. You can't really sugarcoat a story of the Holocaust. No. It is what it is. Yeah. And that and that is why it was banned because people don't want to know maybe or don't want to know too early or don't want to deal with the yeah. awful reality. And, and, and I agree, a graphic novel maybe is more impactful because it's visual as well as, you know, dealing with the issues. Although sometimes the imagination when you're just reading text can also be very visual, that, that which is the joy of a book. Yeah, absolutely. That is true as well. I think also what the school board had issue with was the story of his mother, um, you know, with the suicide there, and then there's a picture of her in the bath, which a great graphic description of, of nudity, but apparently the school board in Tennessee took issue with it. So even though that wasn't technically a Holocaust story, it's still indirectly linked because Anya suffered from depression and this losing her family. I agree. It was um, enlightening, I think, not just for your students, but certainly as a reader of the Jewish Report and somebody who followed the debate, I thought it was a really, really useful and important exercise. So, Ms. Kleskin, thank you so much for joining me. And, okay. um, well, really, you know, well done, a great initiative. Thank you. Thank you so much for your time. That was Ronelle Kleskin, who is an English teacher at King David Victory Park.